You know, I need for people to understand that it's no age limit, no age limit. Latinos and African-Americans are going to go missing far more than someone Caucasian. And I can explain that in a minute. But the reason why there's no age limit to it is because I want they want to start fresh. They want to start young. What you do is when you get a kid their age, you put those kids, you, they, they house those kids. It's called inbred, inbred sex trafficking. You teach them early, put them in a closet, let them go a couple of days without eating. Um, when they go in those couple of days without eating, you're teaching them how to suck a dick. That's what you're doing. Imagine a four-year-old going through this mm. and a 12-year-old. A 16-year-old, you putting them in there, you got them in the closet. When you come out, the first thing you're going to get is a cucumber. That's what you're going to get. They, they'll give you water or whatever. But the first thing you're going to get is a cucumber. And you're going to have to learn how to do that. When you gag, you're going back in that closet without anything to eat. It's fucking crazy. What's good, everybody? We back for another episode of the regular podcast. This is Kilo. No, you were supposed to say it's your girl Shay because you're a '90s baby. It's your girl. Okay. All right. Enough. We're back for another episode of the regular podcast. Today is the day we're recording. Um, this is going to be a brief episode today because the last few were pretty long and. They they just like happen like that. It's not like we're planning for these wildly long episodes, but we'll try to keep it short today. Mm-hmm. How y'all doing? I'm cool and Shay, how you doing? I'm doing good. Okay, bet, bet, bet. Now, everybody, breaking news. Pastor David Wilson oh. <laughs> has released a fire sex tape. How y'all feel about that? Normally I don't talk about stuff like this, but to me. It's very interesting because <laughs> this pastor was in what I would call broad daylight. It was very bright in this room. He was performing oral sex on a on a on a lady, and uh, she was recording. She didn't. She did. Huh? I, I was just saying. Oh no, that's just. Crazy. She didn't seem to be hiding her recording device at all. It was. It looked like a well lit room. It looked like a very old room, maybe a church. I don't know where oh they was at. God. I don't know where they was at. It looked like a strange place, though. But uh, it happened like that, and a lot of people have an issue with it. A lot of people also don't have an issue with it. But there's video of, of a pastor going around defending it, saying, pastors are men, too. We like pussy. We like, you know, and this is how he talks. And pastor, his name, now, the guy who was defending it, that, please do not confuse him with the guy from the sex tape. That is a real pastor who stands by the real <laughs> word. That man's name is Pastor Thaddeus Matthews out of Memphis, Tennessee. That guy is a Facebook sensation. Now I guess the rest of the internet is finding out about him, but he's been popping on Facebook, though, for years. But he's um, the one that curses all the time. If that's how you want to judge I mean, him, fine. you know. But, yeah, he speaks his mind, right? Mm-hmm. So, but the man um, with the master plan in the video. Now, a lot of people are on his head because uh, he's a married pastor, mm. p- 
Pastor David Wilson is a married man. He's married and he has children also. And um, so it it is a bit strange, I will say. Now, he is the head of Bible Way Ministries in World Outreach, Inc. in Texarkana. Now, you know what that sounds like to me? Greenleaf. That, that sounds like Harmony, Harmony and Hope. Hope. <laughs> that sounds like Harmony and Hope from Greenleaf. So I wonder if he is one of the old, like, is he part of one of those mega church systems? World Outreach Inc. sounds like a business. Right? Yeah, it does. Bible Way Ministry. This is this don't sound like no church I ever heard of before. Like a regular, like you know, First Baptist. Yeah. I mean, United Methodist. That don't sound like that to me. This sound like like a business. They put the the the, uh, sermons on the teleprompter or something. Yeah, they definitely they definitely kick people out who don't tithe at that church. Like that's the kind of church (laughs) this is. This is the type of church where they like that lady who won a lottery. Like they will sue you if you don't tithe properly type Anybody of thing been a basic training that's like the chapel this <laughs> seems like this seems like a business and pastor david wilson was the head of that so i wonder was he using his power to seduce these young ladies well, we now should look we should probably look up the church before we what are we looking up it's called I mean, world outreach inc. inc yeah uh, there's nothing to really well, look maybe up there. it started off as truth like a what truth. You, mean? you know, maybe it start like Bible Way was like a regular church, and then the ink, you know, the other. It's probably church, still a regular know, church. Them, you know, bought them out. It's stuff. probably still a regular church. It said he heads both of them, though. Whatever it is, he's the head of it. And he's in Texarkana. Yeah, he's in Texas. Texas is a big state, so he got probably a lot of people following him. You know, a family member says they do not know if the video is real. The family member said that whoever is spreading the video was trying to become famous off of Pastor Wilson's name. I will say, I don't know how they would become famous because his face is the only one in it. So <laughs> nobody else is trying to become famous off this video. Family. Well, maybe they sold it to somebody. I don't know. Um, Who knows? But it don't matter because he shouldn't have been on video with it i mean pastors have been doing stuff like this for a long time but how many pastors are dumb enough to let a woman record them that's not their wife any woman record them like because even if you're even if you with your wife and you put a video out people gonna trip on you people ain't gonna have no they're gonna they're gonna say like oh you you brought this is porn don't people speak against porn in the, in the and my man thad out of memphis was like Y'all church folks stop acting like y'all don't watch porn. I do. That was the funny part of the video. He said, I do. <laughs> now, I don't think you're supposed to be watching hey, porn. Hey, man, Thad, I mean, keep it a buck. Thad say, say he do more in the community for any other pastor. You could put him next to anybody so he could say what he want. That's how he said. That's, that's what he, yeah, that's what he said. Sure, he said he I'm do sure. more for his people than anybody. So he ain't nobody going to tell him how to speak. So I looked up the church. And what did it say? <laughs> Bible Way Ministries. Mm-hmm. And... um. And it's, it looks like a, a a smaller church. It's not a it's not a big church. Um, it's it's not a big church, but I am looking at all the reviews, <laughs> and all of the reviews are talking about uh, what's his name Wilson, what about uh, Reverend Wilson. I guess what about him? And basically, people are just saying, "Is that your pastor and the member <laughs> uh, and member with the video?" So, so the these are new reviews, then. Yeah, basically. So everybody's like bringing new reviews out to the. I mean, to the Google search or whatever. World, what about World Outreach Inc.? See, it doesn't say anything about World Outreach. No, look it up. Inc. What is it? What do you okay. What do you find about that? Okay. Either way, this is the business name. 
however however we want to look at it because even a church that doesn't appear to be that big they could still have a strong following of, of working class Americans that's yeah. giving up 10% of their pay you know what I mean here's another quote alright let me let me read this is from news1.com and if I'm not mistaken News1 is a subsidiary of Radio1 which is Kathy Hughes' company and I'm very uh, confused as to why they would post this smut of an article, but I guess they wanted in on it because, you know, it deals with blackness, but um, they definitely have a link directly to the video in this article. I, did, I didn't expect this from News 1, I they won't lie. They should definitely not do that. I, I, I won't lie, I did not expect News 1 to have an article like this because... Uh, yeah, I can't find it, but... um. But, um, oh, so that's a shell company. Okay. In the beginning, another pastor, David Wilson, was accused of being in the tape, and his daughter quickly qu- cleared that up. Okay, so there was another guy. <laughs> Lola Simone wrote on social media, sometimes we unknowingly share our names with complete strangers, but that does not mean we share the same mission of faith. So the other dude is also a pastor and they had the same name. What are the odds? I mean, his name is Wilson. So Still, though, y'all got the same exact name, same like What's middle, his first name? same middle initial and they both pastors. What's his first name? David E. Wilson, both of them. That's yeah. that's that's yeah. weird. Uh, Well, yeah, so it wasn't that guy. Reportedly, the woman in the footage is not his wife. The video, which has a clear shot of his face, is not safe for work and, again, is extremely graphic. And then they have a link to it. I mean, the dude in the video definitely looks like this guy right here. So, I mean, but this dude looks like a like a standard, like standard issue middle aged black man. Also, so he knew older, she older was black man. Him. It didn't look like he didn't know. Like I said, she didn't seem to be hiding it. He was he was doing a lot. So like uh. Shout out to David Wilson though, man. So so uh how you feel about how you feel about pastors being being one with their sexuality? You cool with that or no? I mean I'm cool with it, but if you are married, I mean you should be one with your sexuality with your wife. I'm not saying like I, I don't I don't think that anybody should, I mean they can record itself or whatever. I, I don't have a problem with people recording themselves having sex. I just think it just should stay between y'all or whatever. And it probably would have if it was his wife. <laughs> Like so, I I think you should you know that yeah. I mean what 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 because we know pastors a lot of pastors be nasty as hell so by yeah. like what be leading them to be so bold like they a lot That's of pastors nasty. are very 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 because when I say like my man wasn't it wasn't lights off phones out phones away. It seemed like he probably well, that's do what this. I'm saying. Like, I but don't... if he if you if you have an oral sex with a woman, that's not your wife. You probably this probably ain't your first time doing something. It he seemed not be. very. He's, but what I'm saying is he seemed very comfortable. Meaning he was that level of bold where he probably thinking maybe this recording could be old and she just something just happened and she decided let me put this out because you're trying to play with me now or something like that. Yeah. Because it's very strange. It is very strange. I'm just saying I don't. I'm saying that I don't see if if it's done. Like I don't see a problem with you know. If I was going to a church, if I was to find out that my pastor and the first lady were like filming himself and he was giving her oral sex, I don't think I would have a problem with that. But what about this though? No, now, this would you is, keep going this, to this church? No, not this. No. Why would you not the go? Only, though? The reason he why cheated? I wouldn't because he cheated. Because but he what cheated. if they get rid of him though? You still going to that church? Um, probably. I mean, depending on I would I would have to see how I feel about the new pastor that came in and. But if he ain't doing was, that, what's wrong with him? Well, He's no, just a I'm pastor. saying it's certain. I mean, like. I, I gotta feel like the, the you know I gotta feel the word I gotta feel like because think about maybe it. why I would like, you leave the church if that man was preaching stuff you wanted to hear if he preached in a way that you like he's a fake 
Like that's now not I don't fake. Well, okay, well I don't I don't receive I don't everything you said to me, I I will be questioning it. I don't you know What if none of his sermons was I, ever then, about adultery? Listen, he's supposed saying. to be a man of the cloth, like But you, a man you, of the cloth don't mean not mistakes. No mistakes made. Okay, but but the thing is I don't even want to be friends with people like that. What I mean, come on now. <laughs> I don't there's, there's other people that sin. Like his sin, no sin is worse than the fine. other. But so you, why some pastors? Well, honey, you know me. Lucy. You know I could be. You feel like I'm judgmental a lot. I don't. Yeah. I don't certain things. I just. I don't want to. But what I'm like. saying is, you acting like you're using the word to back that up. No, the I'm saying the word is no sin is is greater than any other though. No, that's true. Okay, so what are you talking about? But because you get another feels, pastor, they gonna have a. But what I'm saying is, I don't think too. me and my and maybe and maybe I should just be take just you know listening for the word of God instead of just like my feelings towards him. I don't see myself ever being able to see him on that pulpit and not getting like irritated or uneasy because I, I don't, uh, that to me is just, it's super disrespectful. It's, it's nasty. It's disrespectful. It's, it's just, it's just not cool. Not only did you cheat, like you just completely just disrespected your marriage. You, you put your wife at risk for all kind of things. You kind of messed your livelihood up. Cause who's going to really like, you're going to lose a lot of members. And a lot of money. And, it, I mean, so you put everything at risk. You, you, it's just too much you, you you put at risk. So I don't think me as a uh, me as a member of that church, I, I just don't, I won't want to see him. It's, it'll be interesting. We'll probably never hear about it again, but, I mean, the video definitely went viral, so. But then again, yeah. people did, they stayed, They. I mean, the people at, uh, was it New Birth? They, they stayed. What's uh, that? Eddie Long's old church. He had a he had a massive he had a church, huge didn't he? church. Right, yeah. that's different. Big I mean, church is different. No, but it was. I mean, it wasn't like a. Uh, it wasn't like Harmony and Hope, where it was a lot of different. I'm saying churches. that one church is a big church, though. I know, but that's he, different. But Those people like loyal to a fault, really. They're fault. But they were loyal to someone who was actually molesting children. What I'm saying is, those people so, are loyal to a fault. It don't matter. No, they'll I'm, follow him to the. They'll I'm follow just, him to a fire. Well, I'm just saying, what if I don't? This think, man don't seem to have a church that size. I, I don't. I don't see my. I don't believe that if Creflo, you know, Creflo Dollar was messing with little boys, his his members would would be okay with that. It's not about okay, because some might judge him, but will they stop going to the church? I doubt it. I'm saying not only word it because he he got off the pulpit think about, for it a while, have, but it don't have to be molestation because in Christianity there's a lot of sins that they find out is, about pastors. They is, don't but, get rid of them. There is, but we we know how we feel about child molest. I mean, come on, you stop you know it because in the Bible there's a lot of older people messing with younger. It don't people matter. Them. You it matters. You matter. You, no, 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 no. Stop First it. of all, number Lucy, one, number one. You just said that people kept going to his church. We both agree, right? Well, you act like I'm talking like they ain't crazy. Uh, what too. I'm saying is, people will still Not go to the church. Not only was it child molestation, it was homosexuality. They always got problems, and they with kept that going to the church. Time. Okay, this is what I'm saying. Okay, they're gonna follow their people. If they, if you got a, if a pastor got a strong enough following, they'll follow that person till the some end. People. It depends. I said if they got a strong enough following. Yeah. Eddie Long did all of that, and they say he probably didn't die from AIDS. Who knows what he died? Because he started deteriorating quick after that stuff got came out. Hey. And he wasn't even that old. No, he didn't start deteriorating because he got buff and everything. Like, and, he was and then he started deteriorating. Like, he started well, yeah, getting real God. small. God, God, no, God, God, he no probably had a disease. God got in the way of it. You can't do You can call it what you want. It was stuff. probably a disease, though. Mm, I'm well, just saying. People, so I, this man, I mean, if you, if you just compare the two with sins or crimes or whatever, like what Eddie Long did was probably worse than what this guy of did. Of course. But Eddie Long kept a congregation. 
It's still nasty. And we ain't talking about if it's nasty or not, though. We're talking about are people going to keep going? I'm saying I don't believe that people are going to go to this church. Who knows? I don't know how strong his following is. It, I mean, the church looks like it needs to be maintained a little bit anyway, so I don't know. Texarkana, look, it look, that's a little small town. People might keep small. going. Huh? Texarkana's not that small. It might be. It's not. It might be. Okay. How big you think it is? I'm telling you, it's not. It's how not big that, is it then? What's the population? I don't know what the population is, honey. It's not a small town is what I'm saying. What, okay, what's the threshold for small town in your mind? How many people? Youngstown. That's a small town. It's a small town. What's I'm the threshold? What's the like cutoff? That. Like, I mean, I don't know what the cutoff is. So I don't know. What do you mean? Never mind. I'm just saying. I don't I don't think Texarkana is a, is a small I'm town. I'm saying. There's 60,000 people in Youngstown. We got a lot of churches that probably got more members than his. Okay. All right, man. Y'all let me know how y'all feel about David Wilson. And would you keep on going to that church? That's a wild thing. I mean, personally, you know, I wouldn't have been going there anyway. But, you know, growing up, I don't I, I never heard anything crazy about no pastors I've ever been around. So I don't know. I never I don't know anything about uh, dealing with that. And not saying that I never been to a church with some wild pastors. I just never heard anything about them. Plus, my family has some pastors in it, so I mean, yeah, I just haven't heard anything crazy about them. Yeah, that's just now crazy. to uh, switch gears a little bit. Um, there, uh, a young lady named Centoya Brown, or is it Cent? I feel Centoya like there's Brown. another N in her name somewhere. But uh, Centoya, Centoya Brown, Brown she had she had uh, recently this summer got out of prison. And uh, she had gotten out of prison, right? And it's just been a massive story in the news. She got out and she went on the Breakfast Club and explained her story. You saw that interview, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, it was a very interesting thing. And it's weird because uh, we had been hearing about her for some years now. And... She finally got out. They say she's one of the people Kim Kardashian actually helped get out. And cool. um, so her case was was about uh, human or sex trafficking. Pretty much she feels like she was sex trafficked. Or not. I she mean, didn't use the word sex traffic, but she was forced into prostitution. I mean, she was a, a, ch- a child prostitute. She was forced. So she was forced sex into. Trafficking. She, no, not always. If you're not moving people. Well, it was it was she was being pimped. However, if you As call it child. that, she was forced into prostitution, right? Okay, thank you. She was forced into prostitution, which uh, she, I mean, according to her, she didn't say. She was like, uh, I ran away and I went to go find people. So I asked this guy, like, she was kind of downplaying it. And she also did admit that she never thought she was a victim of that. Mm-hmm. Like, she she didn't understand until people told her, you are a victim of child sex labor uh, labor issues like that's this is illegal it's wrong right so she she told her story pretty much what happened was she was uh she went with a man to some 40 something year old man while she was 15 or 16 went to his house with him to have sex dude was being a creep and uh she shot him killed him then she left and they caught her which you know what i'm thinking about now how the hell did they catch her? How did they know who was there? Well, I, I don't think she went by herself. I think she did. Went where by herself? I don't think she was at the house by yes, herself. Yes, she was. She was there by herself. She shot him and she left and she took some stuff out of her out of dude's house. She took it back to her pimp. 
But she said she took the stuff but to But didn't her. she say her boyfriend told on her? Um, at the time? Cause she, no, she didn't no, he know testified he in once they, once they called her. Okay. But he wasn't the one that gave her up. Oh, okay. Like, so I'm trying... She didn't explain how they even knew it was her, though. So I don't... Right. I, I never... That's hazy to me. But um, pretty much, uh, she killed him because she felt like he was threatening her life. So she uh, got to a gun. She was able to shoot him, kill him and everything. And she got up out of there. Then they caught her a little bit after that. And in her mind, she was thinking, well, I'm just going to tell the police that I was defending myself and they're going to let me go. I guess with her being a young person, she didn't understand that there's real consequences for murder she said in her mind she was thinking she was going to just go to a little juvenile camp and do a couple years and get back out because i guess some police officer told her she would get eight years if she just told them the truth Mm -hmm. so she told them what happened and they kind of didn't keep the promise of course they didn't because that's what police do now uh so i think she was sentenced to life or some, she got some crazy sentence. She had like fifty some years. She she got a long sentence, even though she didn't. Um, but she never told the police any angles about. Or yes, she did. She ended up telling them, "Hey, I was being forced into sex labor," and they was looking at her like, "No, you weren't. You wanted to be there." And then when they uh, when she said, "But I'm only 16, it was like, "So what? You wanted to be there," pretty much telling her she wanted to be a prostitute. So they didn't give her any leniency. They Crazy. sentenced the hell out of her. But then her story got picked up by some some people who were interested in girls in her exact situation. And they made a documentary out of her story. And then um, her story got on to other people, legal people who could help her get out of prison. And now she's out of prison. Got her sentence reduced all the way down. She got out after 15 years for a body. That's that's a come up. Okay, she was sentenced to 15 years, 51 years originally. But then she flipped it, got 15, and got out. Did you see the documentary or no? No, I didn't see that. Okay. But, um, so she got out. So, so that was one of the Breakfast Club interviews. They also had another Breakfast Club interview a week before that, or a few days before that, from a, with a woman named Tonia Rivera, or Tonia, Tony Rivera, right? And she's a black woman who was also caught up into the sex trafficking world, and uh, a guy caught her up at, at Freak Nick in Atlanta in 95, 96. She was, um, you know, she said that her and, her and a group of friends, they went to Atlanta with no money. So they didn't even have a hotel room to stay at. They just went down there. And uh, she said that there was a big group of people and she just jumped on top of a car. And I guess she was a vibrant, very pretty young girl. She jumped on top of a car. And again, she was 15 at the time. All these young uh, young men, these were men at the time. She was dancing on top of a car, and she said a, a bunch of people threw her a bunch of money. So she ended up getting down from the car with $800 now. Mm-hmm. Then a man seen her and said, hey, or I might be mixing up the, the order in which she got $800 or whatever. But a man seen her and said, hey, I can make you a lot of money. Come with me. And she came with him, and that same night, he took her to a strip club and gave her a name, Southern Belle, and had her stripping that same night. She said she made, whatever, $2,300 or some wildness like that. Did she say where? She, uh, she, I don't remember if she said the strip club. But she said that that same day he met her, he put her on stage, like right mm-hmm. then. And then she said um, she went back. She, so she was chilling with dudes. She went back home, and he came to get her. 
So this was like some stuff like um, R. Kelly. Like he for, before he did any of this stuff with her, he found everything out about her. He asked her where she was from, where she lived, what type of parents she got. He found everything out about her. So when she went home, when he went to go get her, it's because she gave him all the info. He had her license or something like that. He like knew exactly her. He had he had the info of her ID. He knew exactly where to go pick her up from. And she was from another state somewhere, not from here. Did she say where she was from? She's from South Carolina. Okay. So he he's from here and he went to go get her. Or he was from New York, actually. But um, he was down here, right? So he went to go get her, brought her back and turned her into a prostitute, pretty much. And that's long story short, but he turned her into a prostitute. Now, so she was a stripper and a prostitute. Yeah. Okay. But she was she was labor, like sex labor. So stripping is would be considered sex work if you're being forced into doing it. Oh, okay. So uh, he he did that tour, but so and y'all can go to um, Breakfast Club YouTube page and watch these interviews. These are some interesting interviews, but it just blows my mind. Though. Sex trafficking yes, and, and yes. human trafficking. It's just a very wild thing. Now, before we discuss it, though, I want to get into some of these facts about human trafficking just just so that we can just have a conversation without just talking shit. Because that's what I really want to do, but I don't want them to kill me. So Yeah, no. Because uh, this is too heavy. You know what I mean? Because I will. Just like the combo we just had the other day. I mean, remember we was talking about the interviews, right? Right. So I don't want to just. Sound I mean, compl- no, we should. I mean, I don't think. I don't know if that's. So, well, go ahead. What? No, I'm saying I don't think that what you said was um too bad. So. It's not bad, but I don't want to say it without giving. Okay. Just saying the facts on the podcast, then I can say my opinions on this whole situation. Okay. Sex trafficking. There are 4.5 million victims of sex sex trafficking across the world. Now, let's distinguish. There's a difference between sex trafficking and human trafficking. I know some a lot of times they get um, used like they're interchangeable. And sex trafficking is a form of human trafficking, but human trafficking is a larger like thing. Human trafficking, they use human traffickers to do. I mean, human traffic victims for everything. What, okay, so what is human tra- I mean, Human trafficking, like, so think about Sierra Leone blood diamonds. They steal kids and make force them to work in the mines. Okay. That's human trafficking. They, they take kids from China, little girls, bring them here and make them work as nail techs. We don't even, a lot of those girls are, are slaves. They can't leave. They have to do that. A lot of these Mexican kids that work in those orange farms, mm-hmm. they don't want to be there. They've okay. been taken from somewhere and brought to work there. Working for free or working for bare minimum like that. They use these these little kids for a lot of different things. Sometimes they take adults, but a lot of times they want to take these kids because they put up much less of a fight. And they, they take them for all different types of... A lot of... They take these kids for a lot of like the dangerous jobs or jobs nobody want to do. So that's human trafficking and sex will be included with that. But then sex trafficking is just a part of that. All right? So... There are 4.5 million victims of sex trafficking across the world, according to the International Labor Office, which we know is probably more than that, because where the hell did they get that number from, right? right? Victims and their families can be misled about employment opportunities and the nature of sex trade in which they are working, okay? Now, this thing that I'm reading is from Jeffrey G. Nathan Law Offices. I'm guessing this is what they deal with a lot, maybe. I don't know how they have so much info on it, but pretty much they talk about... Is that here, or... I don't know where it's at, but what they talk about on here is... uh, this worldwide human trafficking and sex trafficking. So I'm going to try to go through here and um, just pick the stuff that's more pertinent to America. Mm-hmm. 
because um there's a there's a lot of different info on here now let's see human trafficking so the growth the growing global human trafficking industry is valued at 31.6 billion dollars a year it's the it's only number 2 behind guess what's number 1 what drugs the drug trade and it's not far behind uh the drug trade drug trafficking makes 32 Point one billion a year. So what's that? That's a five hundred million dollar difference. That's a little something slight. Five hundred million dollars. That's that's half of one of El Chapo's years. You know what I mean, so yeah, man, sex trafficking is because we all know how big the the drug game is. The drug game is mm-hmm. drug game is crazy, and that's human trafficking is right I mean, there. That, well, okay. Human trafficking is right there next to it. That's the illegal drug tra- like drugs. Yeah, this is just okay. illegal drugs, like drug pharma. trafficking. Like they right. wouldn't call it trafficking if it. Mm-hmm. So look look how close those numbers are. 31 billion for human trafficking, 32 billion for for drugs. That's crazy. Um what are we looking at here? 80% of victims are women and girls. That's this is a worldwide 80%. thing. 80%. 80%. Uh 12 to 14 is the average age of sex slavery. What 12 else? 12 to what? It? Huh? 12 to what? 12 to 14. That's the average. So that means there's some younger than that. A lot of them younger than that. That's mm-hmm. that's But again, this is worldwide. 12 to 14 is just This I is mean, this is worldwide that's though, disgusting. so um and we know that now this don't matter mm-hmm. in the grand scheme, but we do know that some countries don't have the same age restrictions right. that we have. I some mean, of them I know. consider girls 13 adult. Yeah, like or Thailand, nine, I don't know how they but young girls are like um, they're, they're adults. It's legal. Yeah, they're adults I, there. You know, that, and they marry them young girls. Like, they have different standards there. So, it's not... Like, we see a 12, 14-year-old. It's just like, that's a child child. That's a baby, really. Mm-hmm. But other countries, like, you out the house getting married at that age. So, yeah. that's just some. Okay. 40% of recruiters are women. Recruiters of... um, Which, um, that lady, Tony Rivera, she admitted on The Breakfast Club that she was a recruiter. She became a recruiter after uh, mm. doing doing that for the guy. Now, let's see here. And was it was she recruited by force? I guess she felt like she was a recruiter because she just felt like she point. would do whatever it took to be the best like companion to do. She felt like so she would she, she felt, felt like, like she didn't get boyfriend. she was abused and sexually molested by family members at home, right? So this is what she said. Her mom let her the man that her mom is still married to today molested her. Mm-hmm. She told her mom, her mom didn't care. And she has some other people in her family molesting her also. Mm-hmm. Well, she said having sex with her. Happens a lot. She said, if I'm going to do it for free at home, I'm going to go out and get paid for it. That was her words. So she felt like going to recruit girls was being a better whatever she would call herself. That's how she felt. Mm-hmm. So that's that's her story. That's not everybody's story. All right. Wow. Since 2007, the National Human Trafficking Hotline has gotten reports of 22,191 sex trafficking cases in the U.S. That's a lot. I, but I figured it would be more, but when you think about it, a lot of people don't even know what they're looking at. Because I think I've seen some people, but I didn't really know what I was seeing, so I wouldn't even know what to report. I don't know if I would report it. Now, would you report if you've seen something? Oh, yeah. Who would I, you report I was it actually to? about to, like, last year. But what made you not? I was waiting on her to come back around because I, I, it looked weird. What you mean? Okay, so well, I told well, you know where I, where I used to work at. I was working right next to like a, a hotel, like a pretty, um, it was like a real just grimy, rundown hotel. Rundown, and it was it like stuck out like a sore thumb. It was like we're working in like a pretty, 
decent area, but that hotel we knew like had some things going on. They would even have like plate like they would even have um they would even do porns and stuff there. Like they would film that stuff in there and everything. But anyway, um well one lady she came in and a lot of times they would come to our office and they would say, Hey, is this the whatever's hotel? Because it was right next door. And um we don't let people in, so I was like, Well no, it's not that I think she got in anyway or whatever. And um and I was sitting at the front desk and she her and another guy was there and um it was just some weird I can't even remember why I felt like this but I think me and like the receptionist was like like this is weird so um I went back to my desk and um the receptionist kind of like messaged me and was like saying stuff was weird so I was like writing a little th- I just wrote something like question like you know do you need help or anything and I was going to try to find a way to pass it to her or whatever because she didn't seem like she was very like quiet it was just very weird it was just a weird vibe or whatever and I just felt like that's what it was you know she wasn't like looking in anybody's face or anything it was a young like younger looking black I don't know if she was a girl I don't know how you know she just looked like a younger black chick or whatever so um once I got back up there um, somebody else had like got them out of the building, like was like, no, y'all just got to go whatever. But I was like wanting to come back and just, you know, ask her if she was okay or just get a name or just something. But I'm sure if, if she didn't give me her name, I would kind of like feel like something was going on. I was going to call somebody. But see, but you didn't call though. I you didn't could because, tell, you knew what no, was but I'm on. saying I, I didn't know. And then I'm saying like, I didn't like get to go, come back and like, assess it because I, I wasn't sitting up there. I mean, I was just like, okay, let me go back to my desk and then... But if she asked her, she wouldn't have told you nothing. But if she wouldn't have told me, then I would have felt more like, okay, something else is going on because why, why am I asking you your name and you're in this office and like, why are you not saying anything? And I would be like, are you okay? You know No, she would have like, said a name. I'm saying if you would have asked her, do she need help or something, she wouldn't have answered you. No, I know, but I'm just saying like... But I'm saying something in us doesn't let us call. We don't... We just... Even with you saying that, you still knew what was going but on. But no, at the I, hotel. I'm willing. I would. I would call. But I you mean, knew what was going on. But there's over plenty there. of times, like me, even like okay, I used to run like a facility, um, run a, a office, and like plenty of times, like I would call code enforcement to just go over there, like just call, I mean, and they would go over there, and even like That's police different. would raid. I mean, I'm saying, but we knew like code enforcement would go over there. Like a lot of times, they would go over there, and then the police would it would be like a raid. Yeah, so, but if I code mean, enforcement goes to, over there, think right. about, let me, let me explain usually, though. Go ahead. If code enforcement goes over there, that's like giving them a warning to, okay, the police is about to come. No, so no, get no, up no. Out of there. because everybody kind of in that area knew about that place, right? Right. So we could just complain or say something and like, like a lot of the raids would happen right after we would have like code enforcement because like they wouldn't cut their grass. They wouldn't do a lot. Of, the hotel was like raggedy. So like they would look really crazy. So we would be like, no, y'all got to fix y'all signs. Y'all got to fix y'all grass, whatever. And once we would call code enforcement, it's like maybe like the next day or so. It would be like a big raid. And I just was like, okay. At one point, I'm like, well, I'm glad they got raided. But then I used to be thinking like, but these women are going to jail. But that's the you thing. Know what I'm saying, what I'm saying like, is that's totally different from calling the police and reporting sex trafficking. That's what I'm saying. We don't do that but, because I mean, we but don't want to say, do hey, that. It's sex tra- trafficking going on over there. Like they would be like, okay, how do you know? Like and then we supposed and to you get, would what? tell them the signs. It's some but, weird but stuff no, going on. But no, but you could call the sex trafficking hotline. No, that 
people have been doing that for years. That's like, what that's I'm what saying. These numbers would be higher because this is over 12 years, only 22,000 calls. Right. I'm just this saying, but people country. have been calling those hotlines and calling people. Like, I've called I'm not saying like, if crisis people have called. I'm saying most of us don't call. That's why there's only 22,000 reports in 12 years. Okay. When we know we have seen, we've been around, even you being next to a building, we've you've recognized it. And it's just something about people that we just, it's something that makes us just not kind of not get in it because we, we think it, but we don't really know because you don't want to accuse nobody of sex trafficking if they're not. That's a wild accusation to make because you can, right. that's I mean, I, I have, I have called like, um, on like, uh, like domestic violence victims and stuff like that. And I've done that. That's different plenty though, of times. Because you normally say you've probably seen that. Well, yeah, I've seen it, and then like, um, but I'm. This is a totally right, different thing different, from, from but, that. No, but I am. I would call. I would I don't know. more I, than likely. I would call. I don't know if I would call. I don't know what I would do if I knew. I uh, would rather just. I don't call know if I, what I would do because I feel like living in Atlanta. There, we all living in. I don't know. I guess you saying you know. I, we all know where the stuff is happening. Well, no, like well, we I could know we could call the people. We could call the people at any point and say, "Hey, right here, right now, this is going on," and they would go. They would, the police would show up there. I mean, Atlanta, even that hotel, like some of those hotels, I know for a fact, like they have hourly rates. Right. Like, and that's what they're there for, which but, I but think But what is I'm saying is you're not calling saying, the police like, like, hey, they're over here doing this right now. I just seen some people drive up and do this. Like most of us ain't getting we will, in it because like Because we're not in the rooms and stuff. We can't just call and be like, hey, I just saw a gang of people going yes, up in the rooms Come on, tell you why. Because you can what? call and say something is suspicious. The police will come. You yeah, can say you think somebody robbing something. And then they will say what? Well, what's suspicious? What do you see? You'll tell them the signs of sex trafficking. See, like, cause we we not white. Like, we not gonna be like, oh, them just walking in the building is suspicious. See, this is what I'm like, saying. So you saying we, we not white? That's what I'm trying I'm saying, to say. That's, a, that's the kind of stuff white people be on. No, like, oh, but, but oh, these people aren't doing anything, but they just look suspicious. That's like, what I'm saying, though. We don't, we don't do that. We don't call. We, we see just it get more a than feeling. Anybody. Like I got, I got when I got that from that girl, I got a feeling of like, okay, you look. You know, like you are in a position where you're not supposed to speak, where you're not supposed to look at people, where you kind of white like people get to... a feeling too, but they report it. We I get just that, don't but report what I'm saying it, is, is what I'm think saying. about that police call. Okay, what did you see that was suspicious? Then you explain it. You explain what? Whatever you think. It, do you? That's what I'm saying. You saying that you don't recognize what these signs are. We most of we can recognize what the signs of somebody who's in duress or under. Coercion, like they're being forced to follow somebody around, or they're being forced to stay up in a hotel room or stay in a parking lot of a hotel room. You can recognize that. And then I'm sending them to a to a large hotel. So what? That's what people do. If they say, if somebody called the police and say, I I just seen this guy run out of this building with a ski mask on. I seen him run in that general direction. That's up to the police to go find him. But you just give them what you have. And then they just run up on some uh, medium build black man, and then just not if you don't give that description. White like, people you know are giving that description. I'm they're saying, saying it was a black guy random. with this on. Right, but I'm saying, but then at that point, then you then you are pretty much targeting every uh, five ten black guy. Why would you call the police city? and say look for the black no, guy? I'm just saying, like I'm, I'm saying, like if call the police and say what you saw. Not right, but go I'm look saying. for the black guy. You don't. People don't say that anyway. But yes, they police do. Them white people was on the phone saying, people. "Yeah, he's a sketchy. He's a little black guy with a hoodie on." So you can find right, him. So I'm, I'm saying, not racist. Go, I'm just saying it's colors. You, know so you can how, find like, him. People, people. I have seen so many people come up and say, "Oh, this you. 
you fit the description. Like that happens a lot. Like what is people, that? That don't have nothing I'm to do saying, with sex but, trafficking, so, though. No, it doesn't. But I'm saying, like at that point, that you're calling the police, and and now you're putting uh, people who may not be even a part of that at risk. What, but what am I? What I'm what saying is, if that's the case, them. that means we would never report sex. No, trafficking. I'm not saying you would never report. Because you're I'm never going to be in the room while somebody's being forced to have sex. No, I understand, but it would be something like I, I think this is how I would feel if I was working at a hotel. If, if, like, the people who are working at these hotels and stuff, and you see something, you say, okay, what room are you in? Okay, great. And then you go, and then at that point, okay, I'm about to call police. It could hey, still be the same thing. Such you could still such. be reporting this something you don't weird, know nothing whatever. about. Yeah, but I'm just saying, have them come and check it out. Like, I'd but that's the same thing. You could, what, what, what I'm saying is, though, I'm saying that I don't think I would call. You're saying that you would, but you're also explaining that why you haven't. Okay. I think we think the same thing. Just like I was saying, like, we don't think I want to report this. That's not how we think because of where we come from. It's not normal to be reporting what you see. Our, normally, our principles don't change because it becomes sex trafficking. Normally, it don't change until it's one of our people. Then we want to get other people involved. But normally, we just don't think it's okay to call law, the law about stuff like that. Crimes and because and, it's still... It feels a certain type of way. So I can understand why the number is so low when I really think about it. But I can't say that I would tell everybody to make these reports because I don't know if I would. Even as bad as it probably sounds, I, I don't know. Like, that's I'm, rough. I'm going to think I'm going to call. I don't know. If I, I'm just, if I have a... I don't you're know. never going to have hard proof. So, what, I mean, what more would like, you need? Like I said, I, literally, like... If I came back out there and I was thinking like the whole, I was like, I'm just, I wish I could find a way. I'm trying to find a way I can ask her if she needs help or I was going to just look at her for a long time or whatever and see what she, how she was feeling. Just, I mean, cause sometimes you can just like get that. I need help look from somebody or something, but I mean, you just, you don't, I don't, you don't want to like read it the wrong way, but still like I, I'm saying I would rather be uh call and be wrong than to not in that situation because like you said some people don't even think they in danger or that's they don't what, think that that's why in. we don't call because if you call they're going to just approach those two people and say somebody in there just said that this was going on they're going to say what that's not happening then the police going to leave well then if they leave then you but know, what I'm, I'm saying that's just, just why we don't call I'm them. saying but that's a better scenario for me like I would be like okay the police left and I did but what I, I did what I what I felt But the was girl is right. still in the situation. The point is not just to report it. The I'm point saying, is to get the person out of the situation. Right. But I'm saying Calling the police don't at help. that point you wasn't you wasn't gonna get them out of the situation, but you did you did what you felt what you felt. But it's initially right. essentially it's doing the same thing as nothing though. Because it didn't what what we want to see is people not be trafficked. If calling the police doesn't help because the police come up and ask people and then they lie and say nothing's going on, the victims lie and say nothing's going on. So it's interesting how we're supposed to try to help when we can't even get them to speak for themselves because we can't press charges against a pimp for something we don't even no, know is going can't. on. No. So it's very strange how that whole like like Stockholm syndrome is one of the sickest things going on in America. And that's a worldwide thing. But America, I think um, explicitly or specifically because uh, a lot of these people that get captured around the world get brought to America. It's very weird that. We have the strictest laws when it comes to sex trafficking, but they bring everybody here, though. Probably because, because we have the nastiest people. Or, uh, we have the nastiest people with the most money. 
Like our people with the most money are nasty. And they and they probably feel like it's a it's a lot better ways to hide it because people have are more inclined to hide because it's of just how something strict about our jails illegal. and stuff. It's and something about illegal stuff that makes people want to do it because these people are taking girls from countries this with This is nasty. But look what I'm saying. They're taking girls from countries with zero sex trafficking laws. They could just keep them over there and do that. But that's what they're I'm bringing saying. them it's here because, because they you, that's break a the lot law. of money. They want to break the law. It's disgusting as it is. They make a lot of money off. I, of I know, women. but they. It's like somebody. It's like a, an appetite to want to break some law to be a criminal. It's like you're bringing. This is the hottest country. Like when I mean hot, I mean the most police, and they're gonna come get you. This is the worst country to be in committing crimes. You're gonna get locked up. It's very, very unlikely that you'll keep on doing this and never get jammed up. Like very unlikely. It's just crazy. Let me read another thing. In 2014, the Urban Institute stated the underground sex slave economy is up to 40 million annually in Denver and 290 million, 290 million in Atlanta. That's just sex slave alone. 290 million. That's crazy. That's crazy. Let me let me go down a little bit. Um. Now let me read let me read some of these the sentences that these people can get for these for these uh joints. Okay. The punishments for human trafficking and related crimes vary by state, but generally we can say the following. Most states have sentences for human trafficking convictions of three to eight years. If the victim was a minor, most states require at least four years. Crazy. If there was a rape, three to eight years in prison is a typical sentence. If there was a kidnapping, a prison sentence of three to 11 years is common. If the victim was under 14, a sentence of five years is usually imposed. If there was a kidnapping and sex crimes involved, a life sentence is possible. Look at how low those sentences are for this, this shit. And, and that's what the lady, um, Tony, Tony Rivera was saying. She was like, really, like the whole sex trafficking thing is not really, it's really nothing you could do because these pimps, even when they get locked up, they, they coming home in six months. Like, because it's just because they, they, the people that, that work with them is so loyal. But they, even the pimps, so they're not even getting like, they're not getting, um, they're not being sex offenders at this. They like usually getting like solicitation or something. It's not even like a sex offense. It's not a sex offense. But so, that's what she is, was saying was they need to nasty. change, they need to change the laws because of, they're, it they're getting, be a sex offense. even if it's a sex offense, you're a criminal. It's not like you got to well, fill yeah, out applications. I'm saying, but that. I, I like the, I, one thing I do, I do, uh, about the, the law i do like the fact that sex offenders for the most part because i'm saying some people get that unfairly but for the most part i like the fact that sex offender that kind of thing sticks with you and you got to kind of like wear that but if you're not doing legal things it won't it doesn't hurt you at all if you're a pimp having sex offender by your name doesn't matter at all well, you can't stay around people. You can't, it doesn't like, matter. They live in hotel to hotel. Kids. A lot of them have enough well, money to buy hotels, a house. Because like, look, this is the thing. Like, you're talking about rental, like rental stuff. They can't stop you from buying a house. It can stop you from getting a job. It can stop you from having certain jobs. I mean, stop you from having certain jobs. Um, stop you from living in certain like apartment complexes. Rental kids. stuff. But you can't. They can. You can buy a house anywhere. If you're a pimp, you don't really care about this. No, you're not supposed to live by schools and stuff. You can buy a house anywhere. You just have to be registered. You can live anywhere. You can buy a house. If if you can have the money to buy a house, you can buy it. So if you're into the crime world, 
Like, why? They don't care about that. Just like drug dealers don't care if they have felonies. Who cares if it's stopping from getting a job? It ain't about fe- felonies or No, but what I'm saying is, like, legal stamps don't hurt people who don't plan on getting living a legal life is what I'm saying. So making them sex offenders, yeah, that would probably... And even sex offenders don't get that much time in jail, so... No, they don't, but I'm just saying... Which, but what she wanted, um, what Tony Rivera is proposing, I guess she's working with politicians also, is they have to change the rule, uh, change the laws from calling it sex trafficking to calling it just straight kidnapping. Because with kidnapping, that's where the big things come from, the big um sentences and all that, when you consider it kidnapping. I mean, why wouldn't they consider that uh, kidnapping, sexual assault, everything? Like, I mean, that's... Because if you're not doing it, you're not going to be considered sexually assaulting somebody. The woman has to go and say, I did not want to do this. A lot of those women don't go to trial saying that stuff. A lot of those women defend the men that's, that's the pimps. So you can't just call, say somebody's forcing somebody into something when the person who you call a victim is saying that's not true. So that's why them pimps don't get that much time because they only getting with a little solicitation, they're getting out immediately. Especially if they got lawyer money. A lot of these dudes is broke nowadays. The pimp game ain't like it used to be. That's why they're stealing girls. But uh, that's crazy. So, and then look and at this. A lot of, another thing, a lot of, um, a lot of like drug dealers are getting in not really pimping but they kind of getting like drug addicts to kind of like do this stuff so really they i guess it could be considered pimping too like being a pimp but they ain't really considered pimp so a lot of the like drug dealers are just getting drug addicts to like have sex take the money and you know especially if they owe them and stuff like that i see that a lot lately too um as far as like why we didn't we don't see pimps the same way I see. Well, we don't see pimps the same way because all the high quality prostitutes got on drugs. It was much. It was a much different game when when the prostitutes only did coke. When they start doing crack, that's when everything. That's when. Remember, like back in the back, 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 the prostitutes was the best looking women outside. Mm. Nowadays, they look nuts. They look. They like the worst looking women outside nowadays. But back in forty years ago, they was like the hot thing. Mm. They had the best clothes on. They had they man was in the best car. These dudes now they walking around no car like everybody. They, that whole game is is effed up except Drive for like the criminal lords. I mean even the people who have a sex with them seem like they like they nasty. Raggedy. That like, whole game is nasty. Like that whole situation. It's, it's been nasty. It's yeah, been but nasty. I'm just saying it used to be glamorous though back in the back in the day. Like they used to glamorize it crazy. And, and I'm and I'm saying that I don't have like I shouldn't say I don't have any problem with. Uh, people who want to make a living being a sex worker sex worker i don't i don't you know if you feel like like i mean i don't know how how much you could be okay with it but if you are completely you know feeling like you really okay with and you of age you know of a certain age and you know you don't feel like but but we don't even know if that's something that they feel like is okay and then later on they're like oh what in the world like I just, I'm saying I don't really have a problem with sex work or escorts or turning tricks and all. I don't have no problem with that if it's done a certain way. But the kids and stuff and like doing it again, you know, kidnapping people, taking people against their will, taking people from their families and stuff, playing mind games to get that like that. It's just very nasty to me. I'm going to tell you why I have a problem with it. And it's not that I have a problem with them. They making their own decision. But the reason I have a problem with it is because the overall society uses those women who want to do it and and like uses that mindset against the ones who are being forced into it it's right. um, like cuz people use that and say 
you just you a hoe you just want to do that because that's what they do to a lot of girls when they say hey this man is doing right because um tony brown said um she was actually i mean no tony rivera okay she said that she was actually out somewhere in miami or something and she walked up to a cop and said hey he he has me against my wit like told on the man Mm-hmm. And the cop, and then the man came and grabbed her up. Like, what is you doing? Like the pimp in front of a cop, and the cop said, "Yeah, take her." Oh, the the uh, pimp was like, "She drunk. I'm gonna take her home." And the cop was like, "Yeah, take her little pretty black ass home." Like to the pimp, he t- and the girl had just told him, "Yo, she." So so when uh when you had this large society, or it's probably not that big of a group, but you got a lot of people who say who That's choose. Disgusting. Did she know who to? Do? I mean, what is that police? People no, listen to what I'm saying. But listen to what I'm saying. She, they use the the ideas of the women who cho- quote unquote choose sex work, and say, and the and the other ones who they catch doing it, they say you're a prostitute. You chose to do that. You don't have to do this, but you want to yeah, do it because you're nasty. You fast. You a slut. You a whore. You a hoe. All of that. They using that same idea against girls like Centoya Brown. So. It just has to all go away or they're going to keep on using that against these little girls who... Because these girls be 15 and they just calling them hoes. Well, that's... that. Whether it's right or wrong, that's how they're talking to these... Talking about girls who out there like they just calling them fast or... or, So, wow, yeah, it would be nice if we lived in a world where everybody could just do what they want and that would be cool. But these chicks who want to be sex workers, like, that's making it bad for the other ones who don't want to do it. And police ain't taking them serious. They just think like, no, you a little See, slut. And, and you know what? I, one thing I, like I said, uh, I don't, like, I don't have a problem with certain sex work if it's done a certain way. But I think um, it needs to be like the way, um, the way stripping is here in like Florida. Like you said, some people strip without, you know, certain paperwork or whatever i haven't seen that a lot but i'm saying it's a lot more strict down here and it's a lot more strict in florida it's a lot more strict in certain places where stripping is really big where they have to be licensed and you know stuff like that and you know the strippers they might say okay after you know they get out of the club they go find somebody have sex with some money whatever that's no that's whatever to me but i'm saying like if they had it to where like escorts or like sex workers had to have like licenses or like um you know, like, it, like it was a database with these people in it and stuff like that, where they could kind of like, if you're getting a license to be in sex work, you kind of like the person that's wanting to do it, basically. If that makes sense, like we we know Atlanta, being that Atlanta has as large a fo- like a lot of people who might not know, Atlanta is a black city because we call it a black city because of how much cool black shit come out of it, but this gotta be like besides like. San Francisco area in New York, this got to be the most diverse immigrant population anywhere in America. There's a lot of foreigners here in Atlanta. Some people who you can't tell are foreigners because they just don't talk to you, but a lot of foreigners here. Atlanta has to have some of the best document forging people on the planet living here. So I'm sure they're getting documentation for people. I mean, People know people get do that. I, no, kind of we stuff, all know saying. how to get fake documents. So if I have a slave, a sex slave, and I want her to become a stripper, saying that she needs a license is not even a barrier at all. Well, no, I'm saying they actually have. That's like a, a Georgia state 
So what? Uh, what I'm thing, saying is right? it doesn't so, matter because I can get a fake document So I mean, document you made. got like backgrounds and all of that. It do, like, no, no. So. The state might do a background, but if I walk into a club with a document already, what are they going to do? They're going to say, okay, cool. Come work. You're well, cute. you would have to have the same card that these they, these women have cards. So, so whatever they have, have you have can it. have it forged. Well, okay. They, I mean, come on. You you see, like I'm we saying live, they have like uh, you know. I'm just saying like the immigrant like these entertainment, people exotic entertainment cards. It doesn't. Like, they they have, have real cards. They it's can forge like a, anything. You go into the DMV, you're gonna get a card. You if you can get a fake license, like an actual fake license, you can get a fake anything because the licenses now are complex. They have mm-hmm. codes all over them, mm-hmm. and they still fake those. Like you can fake anything. So, you know, they putting these young girls. I mean, I think they got people working in DMVs doing that kind of you, stuff. I mean, so. you can do anything. Literally, like, you can fake anything. Any document that can be faked can be is going to be faked. Especially in a city like this where the human trafficking game is just as big as the drug. Oh, probably not just as big, but it's humongous in this, in this city and state. Now, this interesting thing that I've seen right here, and this is the type of stuff that I, be, that I don't like. Okay, this this paragraph is called Fighting Human Trafficking with Law Enforcement, Information and Outreach. The the United States is aggressively fighting human trafficking at the federal level with 37 human trafficking task force forces spread around the U.S. Now, you see this map right here? Mm -hmm. All right. Now, I'm showing Shay a map. It is is a map with these dots saying these task force. How is it possible, American government, that. Atlanta does not have a task force set up here. That's crazy. Look at this. Look where all these dots is at. Look look at the South. Now, y'all can't see this, but I might. There is no task force in South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, West Virginia, or Ohio. Now, I just seen a report that Ohio is also a big place where they steal a lot of girls out of. South Carolina, too. They come in. Look at the in South. South Carolina. This is the slave South right here. South Carolina. There's no. There's no place in Virginia either. South Carolina, Virginia, West. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. West Virginia, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, mm-hmm. Georgia, Alabama, or um, it's damn near all of the slave states. They don't have no task now. Y'all don't know what connection I'm making. I'm just saying these are places with very high black populations. Virginia. Ohio has has a very high like city certain cities with very high black populations. Georgia, y'all know about Georgia. Alabama, very high. Mississippi has a lot of counties where black people outnumber white people like three to two. Like there's sixty percent black people in a lot of places, and and none of these places have a task force. The reason I'm talking about this is because this is where a lot of these girls come from. Mm-hmm. They're taking them from these states and bringing them to Atlanta. Like and for everybody in the in the country knows Atlanta. Well, maybe not everybody. Anybody who cares about this sex trafficking game knows that Atlanta is the capital of it for this for this country. Mm-hmm. Atlanta is the capital for sex trafficking, specifically the capital for ethnic women or black girls and Spanish girls. It's a major hub. Yes, yeah, it is the biggest because this is also the transportation hub. They have no problem getting girls in and out of Atlanta through either trucks or planes. And There's I know, no. Pr- huh? I know when I was in high school, they they used to do like things at school, and they would tell us that those women were coming in on like at the, in the ports. Like yes, also. they coming through so freight they were ships. Coming through freights and yes, you know, and that was a big thing in Charleston. Like the longshoremen, they would get training and stuff to look for that kind of stuff because those women were actually coming in like that. Look, also Michigan. They have no task force, which all the Michigan is very much like Ohio. People might only know the main city of Detroit, 
Michigan got a bunch of, uh, of like hood cities mm-hmm. with a bunch of black pop. I'm saying hood, but I mean they have a lot of black cities in it. That's the same thing as Ohio. We got a bunch of black cities and girls go missing all the time up there. Mm-hmm. All the time. And people never see them again. They be young. Chicks going missing out, out of high school. They just never be seen again. But look at it. Tennessee. What's in Tennessee? Memphis, Nashville, Knoxville. Memphis is it was like the pimp capital. For and a and, very and long Memphis time. is is a major American city and is sixty percent black. Yeah. And there's no task force there for this. There's no task force in Missouri. Look at Missouri, empty. St. Louis, Missouri got a high black population also. Look like this to me. This is crazy. It's it. The craziest part is there's not one in Atlanta, because this is where everybody's being brought to. I just read the stat that there's two in 2014. They found out that two hundred ninety million dollars is being made annually mm-hmm. in Atlanta alone off of just sex trafficking. There's a bunch of other businesses that I'm sure have human labor, human um, slave labor in Atlanta, too, because there's a lot of foreigners down here, man. This is this is just a sick game. yo. It's a sick. I don't even want to. Um, I, I, I don't even think we need to get into too much. Well, at all on, on oh you had some more to say go ahead no go ahead no go ahead i was wondering if you wanted to you know pose the question that you posed to me about what? how do you feel about uh women who are you know after they got into the life and the, um, the you know that world the sex trafficking world and how do you feel about those women that then turn to be recruiters and recruit other people and how do you do you well, feel like you, you want know, me to ask it well, say say like the, the well, so yeah, so what I was what I asked Shay a couple of days ago because Tony Rivera from the that was on the Breakfast Club, who uh, also let me tell this quick story that she told. She said that she was in a hotel room there for sex labor in um, Columbia, South Carolina, back in the day, and Charlemagne and Wax was there to have se- like supposed to be having sex with them. I'm I'm pretty sure I know where she was at, but no, oh, okay. she said Charlemagne said told her. You too pretty to be doing this. Gave her a Subway sandwich and a pop and told her and, and didn't let nobody have sex with her in the room. She said that. Is that really what it means? Charlemagne said he, he don't, don't remember, remember that. Okay. Charlemagne said he don't remember. Because she keeps saying it happened in the, in the 90s. And Charlemagne was like, I, it wasn't the 90s. I was a he kid wasn't still. In the 90s, yeah. he, he said, um, this had to be when I was on radio in 2001. Because she said she remember wax. And she mm-hmm. remembers Charlemagne too. She said, "Well, Wax went to college in Columbia, so right." So right. she says she remembered him though. Charlemagne said he don't remember the story, but he she said that Charlemagne like they was mad at him because he wasn't trying to let nobody. Um, I wonder if that's true. She said it. Charlemagne said he don't remember it, but um, mm. that's an interesting story. <laughs> but anyway though, um, so Tony Tony Rivera was like. She admitted that she became like a great recruiter of girls. And she said like her best place where she used to go was in church. And what she would do was she would go back to back weeks and see like what girls keep going up there to the altar call. Like what teenage girls keep going up there. And then she would like talk to them after church and figure out like what's going on with you. Like how, like is everything okay? And she would recruit girls like that. And you know what's disgusting? Parents send them girls up there like well, no, a she lot of women but, yeah but she was catch, she was keeping up go. she was keeping up with the ones that really like the you ones know, who the was trouble, choosing like right. looking for yeah but so but but this is the thing though this is the thing what she was saying because they because envy you know envy got the girls and everything so he was like how can i like what can be done to so that y'all so people like that can't target my daughter she was like nothing because i would get a girl from anywhere 
So pretty much telling like I knew how to talk. She I, was a predator. I knew I knew who to look for because when you go out and you start talking to people, certain people start divulging certain information that they probably shouldn't. And then that's how these recruiters, what they call them, get in. And then they end up telling them, look, I know you effed up right now. You need some money. She said she liked to catch girls during spring break and during Christmas. Something She was saying like the time when girls was about to go to prom and the time when girls was about to graduate is the best time to catch them because they, they need, need money. money. So she would they say like, so she say like, okay, I would tell her like, so you need money. I, I mean, we can help you out. I mean, I just might not be for you, you know, giving them that game, giving it to them like that. And she say she was recruiting chicks like that. So the question I asked Shay was like, do do she think that people like Tonya Brown or Tonya uh, Rivera should be arrested and locked up? <clears throat> because even though she was considered a victim, but once you start recruiting people. Are you a victim still? I mean, that's a that's a tough thing. Like, once you start recruiting people to get into the life that you're into, that you consider sex slavery, shouldn't you go to prison for it? You're admitting to it. The pimps don't get on TV and admit, yo, I was recruiting girls, having them do... They never tell on themselves. But these girls, they get out of bondage and go tell people, hey, I know what it's like because I used to take girls myself. Why are these women not being prosecuted? They're admitting that they were doing it. Now, I don't know if she's telling it after the statute is up. Probably she is. Cause I don't I'm, care. I'm sure. But, you know, they can't lock you up after it's up, you know, after the statute. Well, so, she should never be able to make a dime. She should never be able to, to work. Well, her work. work now is she has her own thing, rescuing girls. So it's not like anybody else is paying her. I mean, she's I'm sure herself. she needs sponsors. I'm sure she needs donations. Well, she pays herself. But she maybe her thing a- is like. And she said, she said she felt like karma happened to her because she was on a train in New York City. Mm-hmm. She was holding her daughter's hand. She said her daughter was three. Mm-hmm. And a man snatched her from her, from her hand. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn, they bold as hell. But she said the peop- she, they screamed and the people helped her out and took the, um, took the baby back from the man. She said it was a, um, a Mexican man. Or not, she didn't say Mexican. She said like a Span- Hispanic dude. Took the kid and tried to run away with the kid. Little baby, like three-year-old. There's some sick ass people out here, but um, yeah. So y'all, y'all, let me know what y'all think. I think that um, I can't say that they should be locked up because, like I told you, I feel about. Them. But they should definitely should feel much less comfortable coming out telling people that they was out here helping take girls. I think that they, they definitely that shouldn't happens, be comfortable with that. I think that everything that happens to and and I I don't like I said I don't feel like some people do about. Uh, rapists and, and all of these nasty like um, sexual just just people who commit these crimes I don't necessarily feel like how people say kill them or you know do this I, I don't feel that way like I'm not saying that they should live or I don't have no nothing for, I just think that they should like be away from society I I, I that's one um that's one crime that that's some those are crimes that I feel like um jail and like just being away from people is like so necessary. But jail don't put you away. Which from I know, people. I know you there put are you around people, other people. You put you around other people, and, and you I can know become start raping boys in there that yeah, ain't had nothing to do with nothing. Right, and I understand that. I know, and I, that's 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 you know not cool either. But I'm just saying, in in a perfect world for me, um, they would be nobody would be able to be. They would not be able to be any around anybody, right? That, but obviously, that's not something that probably would ever happen. But I do think, like, women who are recruiters, 
Um, and you know, and they like, like I said, you could be a victim of sexual assault. You could be a victim of, you know, rape and this, of, of that rape. But, but once you start doing it, you know, to other people, now you are a predator. So you were a victim of what you were a victim of and you are a predator, predator now. Like I always bring up the fact that a lot of men, I mean, a lot of these men who people consider highly, you know, really violent murderers and this and that, they have been, um, you know, molested, raped, and everything else. And yes, they were a victim of that, but people aren't giving them the uh, the same like, oh, but they were molested or they were raped. Like, no, yeah, you were, and and that's 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 sad. But now you and now you are a predator now. So, I mean, at at that point, what you should be held to the same standards to me. Yeah. So these women who who become recruiters, hey, y- y'all are no longer. In no. that in that victim state, you are now you are a victim of what you were a victim co- of. Yeah, but you ain't but, in that state no more. But, you was a victim then. You ain't a victim now. You you're now a victim you, forever. Now you're a co-conspirator. No, you're not a victim. I'm saying you don't of have to that, stay a victim of that. No, of, you were a victim. Now it's how you go forward is how you go forward. What I'm saying, like is, I was a vi- if I was a victim of robbery, that don't make me a victim forever. No, I was no, a victim. no. I'm of so, that robbery, I'm saying like if I'm a victim of domestic was, violence though. and then I went and started beating on my husband. I was. I'm still a domestic violence victim no, from what it one. was. You were but one. But now then. I'm. I'm right now. I'm an offender. Because you go, you go up in the court and be somebody. like, "Hey, I'm a victim." No, no you're not a victim anymore. It doesn't matter at that point. You used to, to be people. a victim. I'm saying it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's not going to change anything. But I'm saying, yeah, technically, I am still a victim of that. No, you were a victim system. of that. It's okay. no longer happening. So you're no longer a victim. Once you start doing it to somebody else, now you. Are... I mean, even when it's no longer happening, you're you're a victim for life. That's, no. that's what that is like not it's not a victim, victim for, life. for life it's like if you people call people say when they say domestic violence victims like that you're under that category like that means you, people who it's happening to not who it used to happen to okay and that's like if it's a different word then yeah it can apply to them still but maybe okay. if you say a survivor of domestic violence a survivor yeah. right but yeah. i'm saying people say i was a victim of domestic. okay so right but I'm saying they were of that. So that's, that's true. What I'm saying. So it's but not I'm saying like today, that negates what happened. It don't negate. It's just you're not that now. Today, you are the perpetrator. And right. if these women are admitting. See, it's one thing. We're not just out here looking for chicks to lock up. But if the chick is out here telling people, I used to go to church and get these girls and take them with me and make them. Pr-. You, you, she's admitting that she used to do that. Like, And mm-hmm. she's not the only one. There's other people who say, yeah. like, yo, I used to be out here, you know, I would help the pimp find girls. Yeah. And, like, Why that's, they call it that? shopping season because girls is going back to school and girls need money because it's school year. If they, if they coincide their shopping, quote unquote, shopping season with, um, with school and school time frames, that so, means they're looking so for, predatory. they're looking like, for it's children. So disgusting. They, they, they're not, they're looking for kids, like children kids. Yeah, not then, just young adults that we call kids. They're looking for that. children. They're looking for for people for children or or young people who make um not, who aren't making good decisions at that point because she says, oh, around prom time or around, only a young person would think that they need money that bad for prom to like do something like that. They, those are the only people that would make those kind of decisions because of prom and homecoming and this and that. Like mm-hmm. that's that's. That just shows what kind of predator, like what what kind of predators th- that people are. And another thing, like I, I get like, it's just so scary because it's like I'm hearing more and more about these women, um, who had like quote unquote uh good good upbringings and um two parent household ho- households and 
you know, saying, well, my parents were great. You know what I'm saying? Or like, it's like, what happened? What happened? And how did you get that way? Because, you know, I didn't come from a home like that, but I'm like, I, I couldn't see myself ever being in that mindset. You know what I'm saying? And me well, raising two Tony, girls. I know. Wasn't Tony's. No, I know. I'm saying even just other people I'm listening to, not just these two women. I'm saying like, even just raising two girls, it's like, God, like. You know, I feel like I'm trying, I'm doing everything to make sure that they don't ever feel like they would ever want and need to go into that or be like somebody that would be even on the radar for it. But like, it's like you don't, you can't do anything. What can you do to stop that? What What is going on in these girls' minds that makes them even be like somebody that they would prey on? You know what I'm saying? Or like even somebody that would go into that life. I mean, a lot of, like, this this is just a thing, like, this, man, listen, there there was a time where women relied more on men. Now, a lot of people, people take independence too far. People don't, like, girls don't need to be independent. I, what I just said, girls do don't girls, need to, like girls children. don't need to be independent. Children, girls, whatever you want to call it, girls or adults, girls or women. A lot of times, women get victimized of certain crimes because they don't want anybody. They think like I don't need anybody to help me make decisions. Do you think that's what that's? What I think these young girls think I can do what I think people mean when they say a woman. A woman makes her own decisions and thinks for herself. So and they don't want to go why, to anybody for help, huh? And so you think independence, women not needing to be independent has something to do with that? Huh? Like I'm saying... Uh, oh, so, uh, let's say, let me, let me give you an example. A girl is poor. Okay. Instead of saying, uh, I'll go ask this person for money or this person for money, I think as a 15-year-old who makes terrible decisions, mm-hmm. I think... This person who just offered me a chance to come work with them, I can go make that money myself. That's where that comes from. Okay. Somebody thinking, I don't need to depend on somebody else. I can go do it myself. So what I don't about need the anybody. Fifteen year old girl that, that depends on a boyfriend that starts beating her up. She's she's not de- she's not independent. She's leaving from her leadership. She had to leave from her leadership to go be with this dude. Okay. Like I'm, saying, I'm not saying depend I'm saying on every man. No, no, no. I'm not saying she's not. Else, she's not like. being leaded. She's thinking that she's thinking on her own, and then she goes get under. She goes to get under somebody who's going to manipulate her, instead of going under the guidance of her parents, which so is they what shouldn't girl, be a, uh, independent of their parents. Huh? They shouldn't be independent. No, no. You saying parents. which who they should be independent? I'm saying that they're trying to make decisions on their own when they shouldn't be at certain points in their life. And we don't, we should never have to, we should all be interdependent. If I'm out here, this is how little boys, this is how boys get in trouble too. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, we, st- we talk about sex trafficking, girls end up in that more. But if we want to talk about selling drugs, that happens with boys more. Mm-hmm. Boys thinking, I don't want to go ask nobody for money. So I don't want to depend on my mom. So I'm going to go out and do this. And guess what the grown men in the streets going to do? They're going to treat you like an adult. That's how these. That's right. how young dudes get killed right. so, so much. So this is how young girls get put in. They get sexually assaulted in them streets a lot more, probably than because they. Oh, people try to make it seem like yo these times is different now. And I believe I used to think it ain't that different. But I'm thinking now girls is getting put in this sex trafficking world way more than I think 
used to be by by force. Maybe we don't by, know. I think we I think we know. I mean, way more. Not saying we're not talking about uh, molestation by family members. That's different. But we talking about actually being stolen and locked up in a house and you people having sex. Well, with I'm you? saying we know we know runaway like girls that was running away that was started prostituting. As you know, start young prostituting girls. and being locked in but the crib I'm, and you I'm can't come out. Like, it's two different but things. But I'm saying that's what I'm telling. That's what I'm saying. Like prostitution as a child is like sex trafficking. Well, no, it's that's not always because you can be selling your own body. Okay. You don't every every prostitute out here don't have a pimp. Okay, that that's why, like especially our age, the internet got big. They started selling their body on online. So especially people our age, they not always. That's you ever heard of Backpage? Yeah, but I don't remember Backpage from when we was in high school. I, you you saying high school? We had I'm MySpace. The 15, I'm they had Black Planet. Okay, I don't. They had we. Saying. They had AOL. They had all kinds of. I'm saying when the internet was big, a lot of people Man, took it in their own. Girls was tricking off the cell phones back then. That's what right. You don't need a call. pimp for that. Okay, but so that's not trafficking. That's you selling your body. That's two different things. I'm saying that kids make bad decisions. That's why people target kids because that kid thinks I can go be dependent. Now I could say, yeah, we talking about boys do that also, but we was talking about sex trafficking. I'm talking about these young girls. They're straying away from who they should be leading. I mean, who they should be led by right. because they think I need to be independent. Right. But I'm saying you started in this one. Just, this is me asking you. Okay. Cause you started with, um, they probably shouldn't be, uh, independent. I didn't say they well, probably okay. shouldn't be. I said, the problem is these 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 girls thinking they need to be they need independent. To be independent. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. So girls not even feeling like they're being independent. Is it is it independent if they're saying, okay, I don't have the money. I'm going to ask my boyfriend for the money. Why are you saying boyfriend? I'm saying because that's what happens a boyfriends lot. Boyfriends can manipulate fifth, them too. That's right, not that's who should be leading you say. as 15 year old girl. I understand, but I'm saying like that's, that's still, being independent. That's still them not being independent. That is because they're you, they're going away from who they should be dependent I'm just saying, on. Because that happens a lot more. No, they're girls are getting with like huh? dudes. Girls are getting with their boyfriends who has money, or they're getting with drug dealers that got a little but money. But you you skipping the part it, where I'm they left saying, who they should be dependent on. Why you skip okay. over that? Well, yeah, I'm just saying that's not because when you they when they got at, with this when they got at, with this okay. boy with money, that was them thinking okay. I know things better than my parents but they were who tell me right. Depending on this, no, they wasn't because they had to meet person. and get with him first okay. before they ever asked him for a dollar. They had to defy their parents' guidance. To say I'm going to I'm go. I'm just saying over. you didn't start with that. I don't have to because you know that that's already. That's why I asked you. That's why I kept saying Shay, girls. Shay, you know that. Shay, you know this already. That's not. No, I didn't. You, that's why I asked. No, you, without me girls, saying. Hold on. Children, is that what you're talking about? Are you talking about women? Who I'm are you talking, talking about, about? I said girls and adults. Okay. I. T- and then but, now you're saying dependent of their parents. So that's no, I'm not. Saying. I'm saying depending on who you should be. If me and you, we're in a marriage, right? Me and you. You might think I don't want to ask Tehran for money. I'm going to go find another way to get it. And you might ask another person that might end up manipulating you. Okay. Just because once you start getting manipulated, you're dependent on the other person. You had to make the initial decision. Okay, so Hold saying- on, let me finish what I'm saying. You had to make the initial decision to go make an independent decision. That's what I mean. And it's not even just that. Now let's go. That was an example of an so adult. So you said only women. I'm asking a question. No, I didn't. I said we're talking about sex trafficking. So I'm talking okay. about girls and women because that happens to them more. Okay. But I gave an example about drug dealing with boys too. Boys okay. get jammed up in drugs more. Okay. Now, if you want an example of that, hey, I'm a 16 year old boy. I, getting jammed up in drugs. So why are you acting like I'm you don't understand you, it? No, no, no. I'm. I was asking about what you mean about. People being independent. I mean, girls, because that's why I was trying to make sure what you were saying. Are you talking about leaders? Are you talking about a marriage? Are you talking about? I'm their talking parents? about are you all talking about girls, women. Uh, whatever. 
Okay, go ahead. I gave you an example of an no, adult. Let I me give you an example of a kid. A 15-year-old girl has a parent. The parent might be poor. But she wants graduation funds because for whatever reason, they're charging kids for graduation when they that's not a good thing because they're charging poor kids. Anyway, let's say she wants graduation funds. Mm-hmm. She says, I'm smarter. She's 15. Not 15, She's 17. She's not really smart enough. But in her mind, I'm smart enough to get this money on my own. I'm going to go out here and, and, and find a way. She doesn't go get a job. She don't work at McDonald's. She runs into some other girl that got jewelry on. She looks like she's my age. Let me talk to her. Girl, how you get that? She said, girl, you don't want nothing to do with this, man. Get out of here. You're you a little girl. She said, we the same age. I'm, what you mean? Now, of course, these conversations don't go like this because those girls normally approach the girl in need. But anyway, the girl says, I mean, I got a way we can make some money, but I mean, you can't tell nobody what, what we're doing. And then she takes her and lets her meet the pimp. Now, the pimp puts her under the spell. You know, he manipulates her and everything like that. She's now dependent on the pimp, and he's doing things to her. But the initial decision to go out there and try to get this money on their own is because this little girl, 17-year-old, and my, you think like a little girl. You're, about to be, you're only one year from adulthood, but you still think like a little girl. You're thinking you can go out and do these things on your own. I think that's part of the problem. Now, I would never say that... Um, that that these that that people are to blame for their own demise. However, that is part of the problem. People thinking that they people we so thirsty for money because I can't say I wasn't thirsty for money as a teenager either. I just didn't money. die. Like that's the only thing. I just didn't die. So I'm not better than these girls either. I thought that I needed money that bad too, mm-hmm. but I just didn't die. So I left. I lived long enough to not to tell people right. what i what i know to be true kids think that they can do things on their own especially times where you had you needed uh senior fees and this and that like i know for a fact i needed it i was like i, I you know now i'll be thinking like that wasn't even that important like you know exactly. what i'm saying i was gonna go to my diploma kid, anyway but that was what i, I was like Oh man, I'm working at Bojangles. I gotta work all day, and I, you know I might have to hit up this dude, whatever, or do so. You know what I'm saying for some money? You think like that, like this was your world at this point. Like, how am I gonna exactly. get money for your world a prom is dress? looking good at prom, <laughs> like, looking you know good at prom, saying? having the right hairstyle, haircut. Right. You you want the you want the to have the best rental car or whatever kind of car you can get. Like you want your you want to the after prom right. to be right. And your mind and, as a kid, this is everything. Yeah, and and I mean, really and truly, and as a kid too, I could have. I mean, a lot of people probably wasn't as fortunate, but as a kid, I could have probably said, "Well, let me call my dad." You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm slaving, making biscuits at five a.m. in the morning on Saturday, like I'm as a as a teenager, because I'm like not trying to call my dad to give me four five hundred dollars five hundred dollars right. when most parent most people not most people but I've seen like my sister she had a different experience she like. I'm going to just chill my dad. My mom's going to lay it out for me and this and that, which was a good thing. I'm just saying, like, I understand how that was, like, your world at one point. And now I'm thinking about it. I would have graduated anyway. But that's what I'm saying. So these, I'm not I'm not even condemning these girls right, who get no. out here like this. I'm just saying I know that this is what's happening. Because people, a lot of these girls ain't just getting strong arms snatched up. A lot of them is, like Tony said, I would catch them after church. That's how a lot of them is getting caught up because... 
they thinking in their head, I'm going to do this on my own. I don't want to ask nobody for nothing. And that's a thing with black people, period. We don't like asking. Not all of us, because some people are some begging ass people. But yeah. so some you, of us. But you said that, and that, that's why people don't ask, because the way you said it. Like, but you know, you don't want people about, to be feeling like, oh, I'm a begging ass person. You, like, you know oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the ones who have no shame, though. We know some people that so, don't care. So you do think people should have shame? No, I'm saying we know people who don't care how many times they ask. I know, but I'm saying that's but why you, it's a let's stigma. Say like, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, there. you know how there's a certain thing is overstaying your welcome? Right. There's a certain thing with over, whatever it is, overextending favors, whatever. Like, right, like yeah. there's nothing wrong with you asking me for money. But right, if you right. ask me, like how uh, Deech just talked to me about this today, AJ on Greenleaf. AJ did could jump he's out over the asking, yeah. He's wilding out. But I mean, he's his mom ain't been around for a long time. So what? <laughs> you, you still old? Like she no, like y'all yeah. just gave you because the kind I of mean, money they playing with. He she probably but, was giving him a lot of bread. But that, but you know he probably like his eyes getting big. Like these niggas got money. But, like but, you know okay, what I'm I saying? just yeah, I just sidetracked. He, but what I'm saying is though, <laughs> what I'm saying is though, kids like we think that we know stuff mm-hmm. which is what a lot of these girls is getting into they just like tony when up they, extremely prideful when when, when tony thing. when she um got jammed up down in freak nick in 96 she thought i can get out here and get this money myself because why would she even go into freak nick anyway at 16 years old because there have been stories of girls getting snatched up raped back then so yeah. they knew what was going on so uh but in her her young 16 year old mind thinking i'm gonna just go down here and do whatever i can to get this money so that me and my friends can get back home as a 16 year old girl you you're not even knowing and these people are not about to play with you this man been yeah. around for 30 years he he's seen girls like you Come all his life he know how to get you to do and anything just to think like those girls who like even like girls going to all-star weekend and it don't even just stop at 18 because like i said some of these girls are 19 20 to make yeah. bad decisions I know for a fact, I know girls that went to, was going to All-Star when I was like, I'm not going because, I mean, I was at E3 not making no money. But they were like, we just going to go out there. And it's like, what do you mean you're just going to go out there? Because a lot of girls do that. Like, oh, we're just going to go because the scene is out there. And we'll just figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. When And then they end up in really bad situations. And they end up with dudes that they don't know. They end up in hotels that they don't need to be in. Yeah. And not saying that that's a, a you know, something that they, somebody should violate them. But I'm just saying, like, me, I've always been taught, like, if you ain't got it, don't go. If you don't got it, your mama ain't yeah. give it to you or whatever, bad don't decision. go. And that would be an example of being an adult and making those type mm-hmm. of decisions. Like, we sometimes we just, we just don't make yeah. the right... We just start... We f- stray away from the dependency or mm-hmm. interdependency that we should, because like that we should have, and we think I know a better way. Even though there've been millions of people before you that done did it the right, right. way, you think nah, I know a better way, yeah. and that's what these young girls is going through. And they, a lot of them, is getting jammed up th- that exact way. Somebody is just telling them you can get money with me. Another thing, and they stop. Minds ain't developed yet. I mean, it's just it's certain. Just they, they ain't. It's I'm just saying that. Yet. I'm not saying that we're gonna fix the problem by right, talking no. about it on here. I'm just saying that I that's know. definitely what it what was part of it, because they just thinking that they just. I'm, I would say it's exactly the 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 female version of drug dealing. Like how many young dudes get killed playing around in the streets they should have never been, and then people say, "Hey, he was a good kid." Yeah, but he just thought he could do stuff on his own. That's the same thing with the girls. Now, the, the, the now the girl is still alive, but now she got to live with this wild sexual trauma for the rest of her life. She'll never be able to have a regular um. That's what people life. say. I mean, you know, tricking ain't just the the game ain't changed because you got in it. 
Right. Like it's the same. These these it's, these, it's been this these people way, that's been know, in it like, already know how to manipulate you. Nah, yeah. You're I not, mean, like I went to school with a girl, and her mom was a, a madam. Like her mom was that, and they was the flyest chicks in the school. Like, I mean, the way they used to come to school was like they was like stars. Like, I mean, and my my mom would be like, "Don't go nowhere," because they were real cool with me. Nah, you can't hang out with her. Because they would have tried to get you. Because, and they would, it would be a group of them, and all of them was fly. Everybody. And her mom, you know, I don't know if she did it with her kids, but, I mean, her, her she, she, the girls was always hanging out with a lot of girls. And my mom would be like, nah, you just can't hang they out with recruiting. them. They was recruiting. You can't hang out with them. Because she went to school with her mom, and she knew what her mom was always on. And, you know, she was just real serious. about. And I'm little, so I'm like... This is my friend, you know, da, da, da. And, and one of the girls was real cool with me. And she was like, she was like me. We wasn't like real fast or anything. I'm thinking we was cool, but she was like, nah, I don't care. You could talk to her at school all you want to, but you won't go nowhere with it her. It was recruiting, man. That's how that go. So. But, um, well, I was going to end it about 30 minutes ago, but now we can f- end it for real. Now yeah, we ain't going to talk it. about that last topic. We'll get to that another no, time. Why not? Because it's we an hour and a half. I told him we wasn't gonna do no long podcast, but we got long winded though. It's all good. This is this is good. I like well, this. We should talk about the shows. Nah, we could do that anytime. That's not dated. But um, yeah, that we we gonna end it here though. Lucy, you got any final words on this topic? No, take care of your baby. Just 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 be on the lookout and take care of these babies, man. You just gotta keep a tight tight grip on them or something. I mean. I mean, I don't know if that's gonna help, but it's not. you just you just gotta keep them close, man. Keep them close. Know where they at. Know what they doing. This shit might be a trap. Now let me get in my bag real quick. This might be a trick. What do you mean? To to put tracking devices in people. Maybe the government. How do you feel al- about that though? Would you put tracking devices in our but children? But think about it. They're scaring us to the point we're gonna have to. I'm saying, do you think? I mean, that's we okay? might have to. Is what I'm saying. I Why might not you think have a. We might have to. Atlanta is the trafficking capital. And there's no task force. Ever gonna have a, uh, they're never going to be able to make us do that. Yes, they would. No, with fear. Okay. With fear. That's what I mean. That's so what I'm saying. What I'm saying like, it's like you're going to be forced into doing something. That's like saying, do that's like saying uh, the police will never know if I got a seatbelt on, so I'm not going to wear it. If you don't want to die, you're going to put that seatbelt on. Right? So what I'm saying is, if your kid, like, Atlanta is the sex trafficking capital, and our government didn't even put a task force here or any of the states next to us. Think about that. They're looking for sex traffickers where they're not at. And they know for a fact they're not there. Because they have the numbers published to the internet. Right? This The government might be in on this. I'm going to let it happen. I'm going to let it happen. And then we're going to come out with these wild ass RFID tracking devices, which they've been having for a while. Mm-hmm. We're going to come out with these and we're going to promote them as your child will never go lost again. Mm-hmm. Who's going to say no? That's what I was about to say because I got one question for Who's you. going to say no? You're going to say yes? I mean, because look, we already know. I'm going to tell you why. Let me let me explain. Okay, we already know for a fact now, after you just said what you said about people with the good parents, we know for a fact there's no way to guarantee you raised your kids good enough to stop mm-hmm. them from getting in that world. Mm-hmm. So if you just want to make sure you can find your kid at all times, what's the alternative? Okay. They're snatching girls, and then sometimes they're just talking girls straight up into leaving their parents. Okay, so tomorrow right this just scenario and this go this gonna be quick i'm just asking okay tomorrow they say um nationwide there's this new thing where you it's a tracking device you either get it uh within the next month or you ain't gonna be able to get it at all 
for your children. I seen right? a scenario like that on Facebook one time. Really? Yeah. Oh. So what are you doing? Um, Before you even know if it were, I mean, you you won't really know. I mean, I guess they, you would have I to seen it the little out RFID things. If it's one of okay. those little things, like, I mean, I don't, I'm just gonna have to do it, man. You're gonna do it. Our kids is young. This trafficking shit is gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse. It's not gonna get better. They don't have. It's not getting better no time soon. Anyway. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, there's I just, no way because only reason cause I like, already been looking at this, the little watch this, that you this put sex on the trafficking, kids and stuff. This sex know? trafficking thing scares me more than any other like <laughs> crime thing because there's no scary. way to do nothing about it. Like people feel like I feel if they see some shit, they're not calling the police because they don't know what's going on for real. I'm not calling you the police. You get super worried about everything. So I'm just saying this specifically just, because you can't do nothing about it. Like, it's well, one thing. I mean, yeah. Remember I was telling you, like, I would rather be robbed to my face than somebody breaking my house because I can't do nothing about you coming to my house. See, I can't. But I'm just saying, though, with your kids, if somebody get away with your child, it's a good possibility. Like, this ain't the 90s where, like, they're around here somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, the nigga nasty down the street got your kid. You know, you can find them. They're taking kids somewhere else now like it's, it's like they have a system set up mm-hmm. it's like the drug game now they have routes and things like they know how to move people around quickly i'm sure they i'm sh- like i'm sure they got truck routes mm-hmm. that they put people on and you'll never see them again i'm sure they have p- airplane connects where they could get like i would put a chip in in these kids our kids are small too right now mm-hmm. like imagine 10 years from now how wild this shit gonna be mm-hmm. I mean, that's Man. another level. I mean, it's really and truly, I, like I said, I've been already looking at these little watches and stuff. I never wanted to do like, it, but now that I'm finding all this stuff out about sex trafficking, like, come no, on, man. Because I'm, I'm definitely the person, like, leave your location on, let me see everything. Because like, I'm thinking, because you, because like, like, I'll be trying not to think about it, but I'm thinking, like, sometimes I think, like, yo, some people is really going through their child is missing, a little girl. And you, you, yeah, you had like, like your child is because I'm because you know in my mind I go through scenarios like mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I go all the way through the scenario <laughs> to the end. I don't. I'm talking I don't about worst do. case scenario in my mind. I do the whole thing. I'm all the way down to what's the first thing I'm about to tell my boss to get up out of here because I just found out that my child is no longer. What are you gonna tell your boss? I have to leave work. You're gonna leave work in my mind. In my mind, no. I'm saying how do I word that? Because I don't even want to repeat it out loud. In my mind, I'm already knowing certain stuff I don't even want to say out loud. I don't even think I'm saying anything. I'm walking I'm just, I'm just saying that I'm thinking, like, how, what's the first thing that I say out my mouth mm-hmm. after I find it out? That's how far in the detail mm-hmm. I go when I think about these scenarios. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm yeah. thinking, like, I'm thinking, because in my mind, I think, like, first thing I need to do, make sure, because I, I know I'm probably going to get a call from you or from the school. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, I remember, why did I get married? First, worst thing to do is to blame the other parent. Yeah. So I'm thinking immediately, like in my head, because I go through this stuff all the like a lot of scenarios. You would blame me first. No, I wouldn't, because I'm already in my head. You know how when we get in these um traffic situations, and I'm good at avoiding accidents and all this stuff type of stuff. It's because I'm already going through shit in my head all the time. I'm telling, I'm telling you, I go through stuff so I know how to avoid it, right? So I know first thing I'm thinking is, um, when I get this call, don't blame Shay. Because that wouldn't be right. It, and I'm sober, so I'm knowing it's not right. Don't blame. Don't blame nobody. I would, you know I wouldn't because... Uh, no, I wouldn't. I would okay. never blame you all for right. that. First I'm saying all, the first thing you would be like is, why you... like you? No, would I wouldn't. Probably. Because I'm, what I'm telling you is I go through this in my head already. Okay. 
I already know what not to do. Like, I don't know exactly how I'm going to go about getting my child back, but I know what I'm not going to do. Right? So, I'm, that's, well, I was just saying, I think about it in that much detail. So, when I think about this stuff, and because I'm finding out more and more about sex trafficking, I used to say I would never put no chip in me or my kids. But now, that will be the only way to track your people See, at all I've times. I've never been opposed. Never. Well, I mean, I didn't know kids? as much about sex trafficking like that back then. And so, I didn't either. But, I'm but saying, I knew about like, RFID, and I was like, that's probably going to give you cancer, because that's radiating well, the signal yeah, at all. You'll probably right. get cancer uh, from that. Okay, I didn't know nothing about that, but I'm just, I guess I didn't think about it like that. But Well, I'm, I'd rather get cancer any, than have my child missing. I ain't going to lie to you. Any, um, any, anything... I've always been looking at the, the newest devices, like anything that could track, like the fireflies when that was when that was new. I was like, yeah, let me get that for my baby. Like, let me get the the new Timex watch they got with the everything, the tracker on it that that don't come off. You know, if you you had to get it off like that. I'm trying to get it. Anything. I just don't. I don't like feeling like because at that point, I I'm and I'm the type of person. I don't worry. As, I mean, I'm not a worrier like you. But I need to be in control. I think about everything, See, every possibility. I'm like, when when something is going on, my ch- and I'm out of control now. I can't do anything to help. Like I I can't feel like that. I think about so. every possibility. So no, like now that I'm finding more and more about this, and knowing that we should we, probably we, stop looking at we, stuff. We, I don't look. I just think about it. Yeah. I'm just saying. I know now, so it's, I don't need to look <laughs> at nothing else ever again. I just know the shit happening now, so it is what it is. I'm thinking about it. So um. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we doing tracking devices around here if they come around. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, well, only that scenario if they say you got a month. Well, yeah. I know. But if but if if not, then I would think about it over and, time, yeah. and I probably just you know what I'm saying. But being that we in the capital, essentially, I would still get it. I mean, I would get something like something. Yeah. But that's why I don't even trip on these ID the schools. They checking IDs like they don't let parents walk no, through the schools and all that. I'm cool with that. Me like, either. I love that. I mean, that like I'm going. People be mad with door lock and this and that. I don't yeah. care. Like I'll sit right out there and knock because I don't have no problem with it. I get like weird when you don't check my ID because who else you let up in here and the ID wasn't checked. Exactly. Yeah. All right, y'all. So we up out of here for good now. You know. Um, that was that. Y'all let me know. Let us know how y'all feel about this this stuff. Uh. We was going to get into a couple black TV shows that's on right now, but I feel like this is good to end with this uh, because I feel like we gave a lot of our we gave a lot of our opinion and we gave a lot of the facts and stuff behind this thing. So y'all give us your opinions about this, man. You good? All right. We out.